Welcome into Sports Tonight. Emily Gagnon here with Lee Smith. Let's get started with the Dogs. 4-0 on the season. They have yet to hit the road. That means their first four wins were at Sanford Stadium with a very friendly crowd around them. I expect it to be very different this weekend, Saturday, 3.30 kick on Atlanta News First. Carson Beck has never, ever started a game for the Dogs on the road, so this is going to be a game he remembers for sure, and I'm not quite sure how he's going to react. That will be, for me, the determining factor on who wins this game. Lee, the noise factor at Auburn is yep. real. The atmosphere is very hard to play in. Uh, if anybody asks me, hey, which I get asked a lot, where is your favorite stadium in the SEC? I always Auburn. say Auburn. Yep. The Eagle, the pom-poms, the music, the sound system. Uh, I- I'm very fond of that place. My very first college football game ever was at Auburn, Auburn, Georgia, oh, so many, that's, many so years that's ago. Why. So that's yeah, why. you know, Auburn has a very special place in my heart just because I feel like they do a very good job on game day. If I were a recruit and I went there, I would be very impressed. Lee, you have some very, but, I'm going to say, fond memories of teams losing. But then you have to, but, but then you have to wear orange, you know, who at wants to do that? Stadium. Who wants to do that? Um, you know, anything is possible when you play there. So for Georgia, this wow. is going to be a very big test. And and you've witnessed it yourself. Yeah. I mean, Alabama fans know every year's a battle. If you're, if you're ever going to play at Auburn, you have to you have to not only dominate the game, but you have to win outright and without any question. You have to be up by at least 14 before like 30 seconds left in the game because Auburn always pulls a miracle just out of nowhere. Uh, Georgia fans, you know it. 2013, the prayer in Jordan Hare, the Hail Mary. Uh, and then the, the the next week they pulled the kick six against Alabama, I, so it can Tears happen. In so Lee's you you bet. Yeah, oh god, it was well. <laughs> well, I was actually on the field with a camera in my hand, so I I didn't have time to really cry. I didn't have time to think because I was she, getting she I was getting bombarded by people there. jumping over hedges yes. and I, I face planting like right onto the wall. That was kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, I mean it was I, I don't know how many thousands of people just. Sw- Swarm the field, so that was fun. Auburn fans will have their toilet paper ready, okay? Because <sighs> they would like nothing more than oh, to... Oh, that's right. They're back to rolling Tumor's Corner. Yeah, yeah to upset right. the number one team in the country, one of their biggest rivals every season. And they're playing in October yep. this year, which is, you know, like kind the beginning of October. Kind yeah. of strange, but yeah. I'll take it. Um, Hugh Frizo eventually will have that program uh, turned around. I'm yeah. not sure that they'll beat Georgia this weekend. They very well could, because uh, I just don't think Georgia is what they have been the last couple of years. I do think well, they we'll will see. lose one game this season, um, whether it be against Auburn, Florida, Tennessee, maybe even Ole Miss. Something's going to happen unless – I will say they've improved every single week, but still I haven't seen enough to be uh, sold yeah. on this Georgia team quite yet. Uh, but are you sold on the Falcons, which is our next uh, topic? Am I sold on the Falcons? Well, I was until this week. All and right. then they got just yeah. drummed in Detroit, and it just feels like they just didn't show up. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But cool. yeah, it's kind of weird that they now they have to like on a short week basically go over the uh, Atlantic Ocean and they're going to go hang out in London for a week. They get to play the Jags, so. Well, the Jags too aren't looking like I mean, the, the, especially the, delicious, but uh, anything could happen between these two teams. No. Um, Let's just talk about their game against Detroit at Detroit. Their first road test, which obviously they failed. Um, Desmond Ritter sacked seven times for like a loss of sixty plus yards. Um, he ended up, yeah. He end, I know that's crazy. Yeah, it, it, it was it was so like reminiscent of 
Matt Ryan back in the day when his offensive line would allow like five to six yeah. sacks a game. It was so reminiscent of that. And I'm not putting it all on the O-line. As a matter of fact, after the game, Ritter said, don't blame my five guys. Those are my guys. Um, he's taking the blame for it, which I think any quarterback should. And Matt Ryan certainly took the blame for it more times than he should have. Um, you know, yes, quarterbacks have a lot to do with being sacked as well. you got to get rid of the ball sometimes. you got to know, you know – you got to be a little more, but it can't be all on quarterback. No, yeah. no, it, it's a you know maybe a, a mixture of a little bit of both, but it certainly didn't look good. It, every time he looked to make a play, he was drilled to the ground. Detroit's defense understood the assignment, uh, I, and they also understood the fact that they needed to stop the run. Lee, forty-four yards on the ground. Bijan had ten carries for thirty-three yards. Yeah, Bijan. I'm glad that you and I were like on the same way. Tyler Algier, seven carries. 12 yards. But that is the key to beating 12, the Falcons. 12 so I yards. hope every team from now on, and I'm not like saying this against the Falcons. You stop but I the hope, run. Yeah. You st- that's and you right. make Desmond Ritter throw it, you got a chance. Yeah. And, and, and quite quite literally for the last year and then going into this year, they have relied on the ground game. They truly have. That's why Algier was so successful last year, over 1,000 yards as a rookie. Cordero Patterson, oh. now with Bijan. Bijan, whatever you want to call him. I'm just saying <laughs> that if you stop the run with the Falcons and make them one-dimensional, and I don't trust Desmond Ritter. I just don't. Why? Well, you just saw it. In 21 of 38 for 201 yards. 21 of But then you minus the 63 that he lost, right? Right. right. So... Offense better smarten up. The defense didn't look much better. I mean, it was a very rough day. Never scored a touchdown. I think they had 187 or something like that yards of total offensively. They had less than 200 yards of total offense against Detroit. And I think Detroit, I think the Lions are not the Lions of the past. They look much better. No, they do. They do look pretty good. They do. They turn things around there. They do. They look really Uh, good. Goff is looking like he's like, you know, regained his confidence, his stride. So I expect them, especially after beating the Chiefs in week one, at Kansas City. And the crazy part about that is, too, they don't even have their first round pick from this year, uh, Jameson Williams, on the field. (laughs) He's still suspended for the uh, gambling uh, thing. So. Um, but uh, well, the one thing, the one, the one, the thing bright that, spot, the one bright spot. spot? Okay. Jesse Bates showed up. Well, he's he he has I, been I know, a bright spot. I, I know he's been impressive, but like, come on, eleven total tackles, six solo, um, and then uh, Caden Ellis actually too, ten tackles and five solo. I mean, that's got to be Falcons. that's got to be something. The first two weeks, you were at home, you had that juicy crowd behind you, and then you go to Detroit, and the crowd isn't there, and then no you juice. Fill, yeah, you lose all your no juice. juice for the juice against the Jags. Though I will say that place will be sold out. <laughs> oh yeah, and it'll be loud for both teams. Yeah. So Falcons, Falcons fans, and Falcons uh, feel good about that. You you'll just hear screaming at yep. all time. They won't know when to stop. <laughs> like they'll just cheer the entire time. Defense, offense, it doesn't matter. So enjoy yourselves and have a good practice and get it back together because uh, if the Jags are watching, and they are, what you get against, did against Detroit, they're going to say, all right, let's stop the run. My man Foyer Lewikens is going to be like, let's stop the run. Let's get to Ritter and let's shut it down. And that's what's going to happen. So there's the blueprint, guys. Moving on to the Braves, hosting the Cubs tonight. Only two series left, Lee, in the regular season until postseason play starts. Here we are. They've broken all these records. They still have all these records to break. Um, Right now, Lee, it's back-to-back 100-win series for the Braves for the first time since 2002, 2003. That's pretty good. Uh, So, yeah, over the weekend, they got to 100 wins on the season. We all knew they would because they've been so hot all year. Not as consistent as of late as they had been for, like, months. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm not sure that they're too concerned with that. Uh, but, but I am concerned a little bit about the pitching. Uh, but that remains to be a concern. I mean, that's their only, to me, weak spot, I guess, yeah. would be the pitching. Uh, but Cubs and Nationals before postseason starts. Uh, any thoughts on them? Uh, I just know that the Cubs are still – are they still trying to fight for that last uh, – It's a big series I, I for them. I think they are. Yeah. I think they're still in contention for, for that last playoff spot. Um, but I'm Dansby coming back into town has got to be some kind of uh, storyline too. Yeah. Because he got swapped last year. They give Orlando Alshia took the job, and he's done – Great. If not, if, if not better than Dansby a little bit. He's just a chip on equally, your shoulder, yeah. you can tell. Well, of, of course she does. So that whole thing, and you know, um, whew, Braves. Uh, they haven't quite been as good lately as no, they, which is not they, what you they've been see. all year. It's not really. This is the this is the one time you don't want to see that. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Um, postseason comes. It could all be a wash. Might not mean a thing. But it could also mean that would everything. Be the most, that would be the most disappointing season in like the history of MLB. Uh, if the Braves break all these records, do all these things, and then yeah. get to postseason play and well, get I mean, eliminated you think what they did right last away. Year, they last were, year, they it were happened. down by the they were down from the Mets, which um, makes which makes me think they could do it again. So like it's time to like get back on that horse and just, like get back I just to the winning ways see, and get I, back to the routine. Hey, look, I, I know I don't want to see the Phillies again. That's all. That's I don't want to see it, the Phillies and the Dodgers. Everybody else, you're good with. All right. Well, we're going to keep you updated on all of that <laughs> as this week goes on. A statement win for Alabama. I picked this specifically for you, Lee Smith, who Oof. went to Alabama, one Oof. of the biggest Bama fans I know. And, and it's weird to say, like, oh, this was a statement win against Ole Miss, who both ranked teams. It was the 330 kick on CBS, yep. on Atlanta News first. And I am sure that first half you didn't enjoy it too much, Lee, but I truly thought, Alabama players, coaching staff, sick of hearing like the dynasty is coming down, sick of hearing Lane Kiffin's antics, sick of hearing all of it. And it just piled and piled up and piled up on their shoulders. And they went out there and they performed. And what I liked the most, and you already know what I liked the most, was the defense. Thank you, Alabama defense. You look much better. Yeah, you look much better in week four than you had all season. And I like it. I, yes, yes. Um, Kevin Steele, or whoever might have been calling the defense. Good now for you guys. Now we already know that ain't true. Good for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> whoever's whoever's calling. Whoever's it. calling place. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that was good. I mean, although that first half, oh, that first half was terrible. Seven to Wasn't six. Uh, Ole Miss scores touchdown, so they ha- they actually have a lead going into half. Um, Milrow, but I liked it though because Bama showed that they could face adversity. Yeah, no, for and sure. Defeat it. But but it should have been worse than it was in that first half, and thankfully it wasn't. So, uh, but they, you know what they they just showed their grit in the second half, and they came up and they made stops when they had to. They made the defensive line even looked good there towards the end of the game, and they were like everybody looked pressure. good on the defense. The that linebackers looked good. Kool Aid, I want to be Kool Aid too. Hey. Like Kool Aid looked like he was like. You know, like when Kool Aid's cold with ice, it's so good. <laughs> like Kool Aid was on ice. Was, okay? I was wondering how long it'd take you for that one. Yeah, it was. So, like, what color Kool Aid <laughs> do you like best? I don't even know the flavors. I just know the colors, and I kind of like purple. I like grape. I like blue. Yeah, grape. 
Yeah. Um, I don't even know the flavors. They'll they'll probably taste you the same. You just said purple and I said grapes. So. But it, yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's the colors for me. But yeah, I, I felt good about it. They go to Mississippi State yeah. right this weekend. Um, but this is like their time to, to build confidence because you know, Lee, just like fans, the team and fans took a hit to their confidence against Texas. And that was rough because – yeah, Texas looks to be very but, good this season. But historically, you get Alabama the first half of the season, you've got a chance to win, especially that first month of the season when everything's not solidified. You've got a real good chance to win. It's happened with Ole Miss a couple of times uh, when they had uh, either Bo Nix – I mean, not Bo Nix. Bo um, – why am I spacing out? Bo. What Bo, are you talking about? Ole Miss. Bo Wallace. Bo Wallace. Bo Wallace. Thank you. Yes. Uh, when they had – uh, Bo Wallace. Bo and Wallace then, is like back in the day. Well, Helm, and then who else did they lose to? Like back to back quarterbacks. Why am I spacing out so? Was bad? it Johnny? Johnny Manziel? No, no, no. It was both. It was two Ole Miss quarterbacks. Oh yes, way, yes, yes. Either way, um, Ole Miss oh, has had success head, early hair. in the season against Alabama, and that's because they don't Ooh. necessarily have anything solidified like their quarterback. Um, but I think we've got our guy in Milrow, and I think we're going to be all right. He, now, now, for him, it's a confidence thing. Yes, I think that once yeah. he gains a little more confidence. It's nice to also see a quarterback that can take hits and get up and still keep going. Because um, yeah. he took a shot on that uh, that touchdown in the third quarter, and he delivered a strike right, right in the back of the end zone. Dude went up and caught it seven points. I mean, you can't really ask for much more than that. But, yeah, so it was a, it was good to see him. Um come back in you know with all the storylines lane coming back and taking on Saban and all that protege and coach and all that um but 24 10 win and i will certainly take that i will certainly take all that i'll take all of it too all right what's on your mind today and we're gonna make it quick alabama's got a quarterback and a defense fight me so that's what's on your mind that's it all right, and what's on my mind was our first topic, and and <laughs> no, truly, Lee, like I walked into this season against Georgia, thinking like absolutely it's the easiest schedule I've ever seen in my career, <laughs> yeah. and um, they're going to just annihilate everyone, and that's <laughs> certainly not the case. I think they're missing like beyond Brock Bowers, they're missing an it factor to me, like every team, and I should say the last two years they had swag and they had something about them and maybe mm-hmm. it was Stetson Bennett and I hate to admit it but or, or maybe it was just the fact that the defense was so incredibly strong they had an it factor this season I'm not feeling it yet and and they might towards the end of the year but right now they don't have that swag they don't have the it factor they don't have something that makes me believe that they can go undefeated yeah. the rest of the year and I think coaches know that and you know what Maybe the offensive coordinator was the factor the last two years. I don't know. Maybe Bobo makes all the difference. I don't know, but we will soon find out because they are going into the meat of their SEC schedule right now. And by the end of the month, they'll have faced quite a bit of adversity, including Jacksonville, which after Florida beat Tennessee in the swamp, which I know you say Tennessee never wins there. Um, but (laughs) like as, as the dogs progress, but also as the Gators progress, they're gaining momentum yep. and confidence. Yeah. And in Jacksonville, whoever wins that game is going to win the East. So. Oh, hot takey, hot takey. <laughs> Almost every year, that's what happens. Whoever wins. I mean, for Georgia, think about it. The one year they did not play in the SEC championship game against your Florida team, did. Alabama, Florida won in Jacksonville. Yep. Every other year, Georgia won in Jacksonville. I'm- 
So to me, the route to Atlanta in December, the first week in December, is through Jacksonville. And That's Florida, just... Florida almost actually ended up beating Alabama in the SC Championship that year, too. So there's so, that. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day.